I was so depraved. I went astray. The cost was great. I couldn't pay. It is time to have access to uncommon realms of glory and success. Yet, this can only be achieved on the platform of the mystery of wisdom. Get set, Prophet Prince Ohini Bequin is teaching mysteries for your mastery. Focus, listen now. Can to clear my Amen. Yeah, it's a blessing to be here this morning. I'm preaching a message on the compelling force. Luke chapter number 14. Luke chapter number 14, verse 16 downwards. I want you to begin to pray. Father, grant me the wisdom to understand this important word. Pray. Baladashe paratasakatabrakasha. Heladabasha katabrakapaladabaladabasha. Are you praying? La pata brata katalada basha kaprakapalada basha. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Or oh, somebody, amen. amen. Yeah, this is our month of church growth. That means, smile, play the same thing. Yeah, play the same thing. That means. Um, we will be learning on how to grow the church. Amen? Amen. Yeah. Now, usually, people treat church growth only at pastors' meetings. You get it? If pastors meet together, then maybe they organize a church growth seminar. So, generally, most believers don't know how and what we can do as believers to help to grow the church you get it so it's almost like the burden of growing the church by the grace of god is always and only on the pastor because usually as i'm saying that is they are the kind of people who have those discussions so i want you to check whether you will find any church that treats church growth as a subject yeah it's very difficult it's rare i, I would doubt that there are churches like that. But I want us to treat church growth as a monthly emphasis. Amen. Amen. So that is what we are going to discuss the whole of this month. As a burden church, as a young church, my dream and my vision is for us to have a church that grows. Amen. Amen. And that is the same vision that God has. Hallelujah. Yeah. So this morning, I want us to learn about something very important that Jesus said concerning church growth. Amen. Yeah. And that is why I've titled my message, The Compelling Force. Luke chapter 14, verse 16 downwards. Then said Jesus unto him, a certain man made a great supper and invited many. Have you seen that? Uh, this one I want us to communicate to. I said, have you seen that? Yeah. A certain man 
made a great supper and invited many. That means it takes invitation for church to grow. You invite people for them to become part of the church. So everybody in the church must multiply, all right, his ability and let, let me rather say productivity in inviting people for church. Amen. Yeah, when was the last time you invited somebody to church? It takes invitation for people to come to church. People don't naturally go to church. I get it. Yeah, people are invited to church. Yeah. This morning, I came very early. I was the first person to come to church. So when I came after, after I prayed for a while, then I went out. I was driving out. I was just looking at something. Now I saw that most people are playing football. I have concluded that Dan Suman is a sports center. By what I saw this morning, I've concluded that Dan Suman is a sports center. Every, every space, people are playing football. People don't naturally go to church. You get it? Except, are you following me? Yeah. yeah. Except they are invited to church. How many people just enter a place? I was passing and I entered to come to church. Few. If it ever happens. If it ever happens. People are invited to go for meetings. You are invited. You are called. You are welcomed. You are brought in. That's it. You know, don't think that naturally people will go to church. And don't think that naturally the empty seats will be filled. Don't think that because we have started young, that's why the seats are not filled. When we grow, it will fill. It's not like that. It's as if you are saying that everybody who grows will do well in life. But that's not true. Yeah, there are certain practical decisions that are taken to grow the church. Are we together? So, the first thing that Jesus said was that when the man made the supper, he invited many people. Now listen, there is always a section of the people that you invite who will never come. But So if you invite, if all in the course of the week, you just invite two people for church, what's the probability that two people will come? So if you say you invited two people, you are saying that the probability that two people come is 100%. And who has 100% in probability? It's impossible. Are you getting me? He invited many people because so many of those many people will not come. So that a certain portion of those people will come. So let's say if you are inviting 100 people or 50 people or 20 people or 10 people, quarter, quarter, 10 people, at least one will make it. Now, what if you invite one person and the person tells you two minutes to the time that he can't come? So the more you invite people, the, the higher the chances that some will come to church. And I'm, you see, I'm not talking about sending a flyer. A flyer will fly. That's not it. Now, are we together? Look at the number of flyers people have sent you and how many of them you have read what is on it. 
how many have you read what they you, you just don't know, you don't remember sometimes people send you flyers and it's later on that they say oh it was uh, this thing and they say oh i did not check oh i'm sorry this and that you did not check most flyers things are we don't check that's how come you can send fly and somebody's asking you venue huh when you send a flyer venue is on the flyer but go to the venue later somebody ask time it's a sign that they did not take there's no way you can use flyers to build a church nothing grows by flyers huh it takes a personal invitation one-on-one -on -one, to talk to the person that's it the best form of marketing is tete a tete, person to person. That's all. And in the in, in in our kingdom, evangelism is a form of marketing. We are marketing the gospel, and our product is Jesus. Our profit is souls. So you cannot use flyers and jingles to let people come to church. It's not true. It takes personal invitation. Are we together? To get people to come here. You see, most people don't understand how important it is for God that souls are saved, that people are healed, their lives are transformed. That is the reason why Jesus came. First John 3, verse 8. For this purpose was the Son of God manifested that he may destroy the works of the evil one. The purpose of the coming of Jesus was to destroy the works of Satan, which is hell, sickness, poverty. That's the reason why Jesus came. So Jesus said, when the man made his party, he invited many people to come. Why did he invite many people? Because I'm saying, so many people will not come. Now, there are things people have invited you to that you have not gone. Yes, is it not the same with you? And the same with you. Everybody here, people invited you to places that you did not go. So why do you think that just by inviting some one person, the person will come? It's not true. So as we sit here, perhaps today, you invited someone, the person did not come. Or the person said, take the lead, I will come. Now, how do you take the lead and go to a place and wait for somebody who has never been there to come? It does not work that way. Yeah. So it takes more of a personal invitation to many people to get a portion of the people to respond to the call everywhere, every time. There was a time Rehad Bonke, evangelist Rehad Bonke, the late Rehad Bonke, made, uh, he had a vision. And in the vision, he saw blood covering the whole of Europe. Mm? And he said that God told him that um, Germany will be saved once again. Germany will be saved. Now, Germany is one of the most secular states on earth. Far from God, Germany. Far, far, far from God. Germany, France, oh, no. They are far, very far. Yeah. At all. At all. You know we had one kid a German. What's a German? So he made flyers. Now listen, he made flyers newspaper, magazines, and all that, making an invitation, tracts, gospel tracts, more than five million tracts, expecting that five million people, and God, he, told, he said God told him that more than five million people will be saved. Do you know how many people went back to church? Hundred. 
follow my preaching. How many people? Hundred went back to church. And all those who went back to church were people who were going to church who stopped. That means no, nobody was saved. That's really hard, bonky. That's the reality. The people don't just wake up to go to church. It's not true. Yeah. So as we are going on, you will understand. There are things that make it difficult for people to go to church. One time, one of my sons came around. So I said, why don't you come around often? He said, the things that we do, they are plenty. So if we come around like that, we don't like. So we wait for a while for the sin to go down so that we can approach you. And I said, no. I said, come around. Come around. But he told me that, he told me blatantly that you are a prophet, you see, I've seen you say things. I don't like those things. So I wait, Kakra, for the sin to settle. Then I show up. So if we are thinking that by inviting three people, four people, these chairs will be filled, we are, we are tickling ourselves and we are laughing. It takes invitations to so many people to come. Yeah. Amen. That's verse one. So let's go on. So how many people do you have to invite to church? How many people? Many people. Yeah. They don't send a flyer and you remind the person, I have sent you a flyer. No. That, like how people send you a flyer that you didn't go. That's it. Yeah. Or you think everybody who stays at uh, around Collegon or goes to Lighthouse or everybody in Abosioka and goes to ICGC. That's not true. That's not true. People don't go to church. People are sitting there. The church is here. They are not going yeah. Yeah. And his servant, and send his servant at supper time. At supper time. I want you to take care of that. At supper time. When do we take supper? Evening. Right. At supper time to say to them that were invited, come for all things are now ready. So one of the messages of the church is to invite people to come. What they are looking for is in church. Now, the reasons why people don't go to church are the reasons why they should go to church. Follow me. Now, when you ask people why they don't go to church, what, what, what are some of the things they say? Why didn't you go to church today? They don't have clothes. That's why you should go to church with the one you have for God to multiply it for you. But as you are talking to me that you don't have clothes, you are also not naked. What other reason would they give for not going to church? What do we, reasons do we give for not going to church? You don't have money. That's why you should come with your widow's coin for God to multiply it. There are reasons why people don't go to church. It's the same reasons why they should go to church. They say, I'm sick. That's why God is the healer. You see? But those reasons that are given are not just human speeches. So there are demons behind it. There are reasons why people don't go to church. It's not those ones. There are spiritual reasons. Anybody who does not love the things of God does not love church. There are demons already working against the person. Or in the person. That's all. You cannot stand against God. Job, Job said, nobody has striven with his maker and has won. It's impossible to strive with God and win. 
Yeah, but if you know that church is a God thing and you don't like God thing, it's like you are fighting that where God is, you won't go there. But it's not normal. You should go to where God is if he's the one who made you. Yeah, but there are reasons why it goes beyond that I don't have money, I don't have shoe, I don't have watch. Those things are not, they are excuses. Are you following me? <laughs> if God opens your eyes in the spirit, you see how real demons are. You can see one person with 16,000 demons. I have prayed with a lady who had 800 demons in her. 800. Yeah. You may never know. Right, so you come for all things are now ready. Verse 18. And they all with one concern began to make excuses. Have you seen why people don't go to church? Because of what? That's all. My mother said. My father said. My auntie said. Okay. But as I'm saying, there are things behind those excuses. You let me let me just preach. Nothing will ever grow if you are working with people who give excuses. Excuses. Yeah. I could not come because of. And every excuse makes sense in the mind of the one giving it. But just wait as we investigate these excuses. Why could why did not come to church? My leg was paining me. But you know God is a healer. That's why I don't pray for healing for people who are arranging for medical situation and believe God for it. I don't pray. I'll never pray. If you say God will heal you, I say, oh, then drop the medical, cancel it. Let's pray. So, oh, but I don't, I think that, let's pray, but I'll still go there. So then you go and come. Yeah. But the excuses that people give naturally for not coming to church, it makes sense to those people. But what makes sense to you does not make sense to God. As I'm saying, every excuse that is given for staying away from church is an excuse that should be excused by itself. It's like the reason that you give for not going to church or the reason why people give for not going to church are reasons that God does not understand. Yeah. So, I don't have money so I won't go to church. But you eat. You buy food to eat. But, you see, we are not genuine people. The widow who cooked her last meal, it was her last meal, but she divided it into, a, in, into sections for, to cook some for Elijah and they had the remaining. So if all your money is five CDs to eat, why don't you pick a car with the five CDs and come to church and eat with the remaining to prove that indeed you believe in the faithfulness of God? You know, people just find excuses to give. Where in reality, in reality, we are not like the people in the Bible. Let me just drop the score of the message. That in reality, we, we, are, we, we, we look like and we pretend like, but we are not like them. The, the things they did for, it's not the things we are doing now. Yeah. You see, most people are not committed. Now, follow me. 
and follow me. Most people are not committed to God. They, they are around when it is convenient. That's all. You see, if you have to choose between this and that, and you choose to be in the house of God, that's where you have made the sacrifice. Not when everything is cool and you come around. That's not it. That's God is not looking for your vacation time. He's not looking for your holiday seasons. That's not it. He wants to see your ability to choose his house over other things. Every my mother said, my father said, it's a stupid excuse. That's wait as we investigate those excuses. You know, sometimes the people who don't make you serve God are your parents. Yeah, just that. You remember Zacchaeus? You remember Zacchaeus? Why you think your parents are God? Is your parents God? Are your parents angels? You like this, as wicked as you are, when you give birth, you are a parent. So what is that? Remember Zacchaeus? When he was trying to climb, when he was trying to see Jesus, he could not see Jesus because the people blocked his view. Every time you try to see Jesus, there are people who block you. And some of those people are people from your home. If I had listened to my parents, I would have become a lawyer, not a prophet. If I had listened to my parents, yeah, I say it unapologetically. If I had listened to them, I would have become a lawyer, not a prophet. Truth. It's not that they hate that you become a man of God, but they also like that you become a lawyer because they think you is, is good for you and it will help you and this and that. It's not a sign of wickedness. It's a sign of their love for you. But that is not God's plan anyway. Most people don't tell the truth. Yeah. And when you tell the truth, it doesn't mean you are fighting your mother, you are fighting your father. It's the truth. The truth is the truth. What is that? People have a way of turning what we are saying to something else. Forgive. So when a, a daughter steps out of her this thing, home and comes late because she went to sleep with somebody, the parents don't complain. They don't complain. The, the parents think that it's a sign that the child has grown. Is it not so? Is it not so? Is it not so? When you visit your, your, your son and you open his fridge and there is alcohol in it, do, do you see parents taking the alcohol to throw them away? They say that it's a sign that he has grown. He has, he's living on his own. But when people have to go to church and all night and prayers and long service and they get home, that's when the parents complain. Yeah. job you did not get but if you have to go to church and spend four hours in the church they will complain <laughs> is it not true 
So let's go on. And they all, with one concern, began to make excuses. Now listen to the excuse of the first one. The first one said unto him, I have bought a piece of land. Have you seen that? And I must go and see it. I pray that you have me excuse. He has bought what? All of us, he has bought what? And he has to go and check it, right? Who checks land at night? Remember, it was a supper. Supper, that means it's the evening we are talking about. Who, who goes to check his land at night? Eh? If you have bought land, is it at night that you have to go and check your land? How will you see the shape of the land? How will you see the boundaries of the land? Okay, what if there are predators on the land? There are snakes, there are scorpions on the land. How will you see? That's how people give excuses. So foolish an excuse. You see, when, when you walk with wise people and you give an excuse, they, you, you change how they see you. Ah, you are not deep crowd. Yeah. I mean, how can God invite you to his kingdom to check? And you say, I have bought a land at night. I'm going to check it. Then you say, I pray you. I pray. Every prayer that is heard. I pray. Shamala. Shamala. Let me go and check my land at night. If you have to buy land, will you buy the land at night? You have lands, right? Did you go and check your land at night? When did you give him mic? When did you check your land? It's during the day. During the, why did you go at day, not at night? Because I want to see clearly. You want to see clearly. Yes, so if you had gone at night, I mean, what would have happened? Oh, um, a snake might bite, might bite me. A snake, so it's possible there are snakes there. Yes, sir. Wow. So God may be saving this foolish first excuse head from a snake bite. God may be saving this one from a snake bite. You don't understand my message. Eh? But that is the excuse the person gives to God. Land. Land. <laughs> when people begin to buy land, their love for God changes. You remember why Judas Iscariot betrayed Jesus? 30 pieces of silver to buy what? Land. Land. The fight that Lot and Abraham had and their servants had concerning the uh, uh, sheep that were eating at the wrong place. Land. Land. Land has a way of causing. You remember the wicked queen called Jezebel? And how she took something that belonged to a guy called Naboth. What was that? Land. Land. You remember the promise that God gave to the Israelites in Egypt? What was he giving to them? Land has become the main contention. When you are young, eh, your mind is different. You see, there is something called 
the common current state of delusion medical students understand common current state of delusion you see at, at as, as you see yourself you think something so big about you that's not true it's your current delusion of yourself yeah you see as a young pastor as a, as a prophet i if i if i think that i am a sh very sharpest prophet and there is nobody like me in the prophetic and this and that it's a current state of delusion it's not true and as you think that you are the most something who has the most something of the something it's also not true but those delusions are the things that you believe you don't understand my message <laughs> there are there are two main uh, symptoms of the highest form of mental uh, mental crisis eh? you, you've had schizophrenia that's the highest form of mental disorder there are only two symptoms number one hearing voices that are not real already some of you are maybe suffering from that hearing voices that are you see, thinking that something is said to you that is not said to you it's a first sign of the highest form of mental disorder and number two seeing things that are not real there are many mad people who are cool walking around only few have taken off their shirts i said the two symptoms of the highest form of mental disorder highest schizophrenia is number one hearing voices that are not real that's someone say i heard something i heard something i heard something when i saw somebody called me i heard something that's number one Hmm? which may not be true that is from God if it's from God it's the results should show so it's the highest form of madness and that's the first thing and number two seeing things that are not real and seeing things that are not real is called delusion so you see as young people there are certain things that are in our minds that are not true but we believe you know that you see it takes the holy spirit to take those things from your eyes to see your the reality of your level and who you are yeah so listen to the excuse of the first guy i have bought a land a land <laughs> and because i have to go and check the land at night I cannot come. That's what I'm saying. Why did you not come to church? Because I did not wake up early. Now, if you were traveling outside the country and you did not wake up early, would it have caused you to slow down or to move faster? If you are going to write a paper and you woke up 30 minutes to start work because you overslept, would it have forced you to move there faster or you would have slowed down or you would have relaxed or you would not have gone at all? That's what I'm saying. That the excuses that people give as to why they don't go to church, they are the reason why they should have gone to church. I am late, so I cannot go. I am late, so I must reach there faster. 
back. You see, behind all this truth is a devil that takes people away from God. That's the reality. That's the truth. You don't have to be a man of God to be a God person. I have talked about that many times. Not few people will ever be called as pastors. Very few. Yeah. So I did not go to church because I, I did not wake up early. It's the same reason why I went to church because I did not wake up early. Are you getting my message this morning? <laughs> you can look sorry when you have not changed your mind. That's also not bringing anything. At the end of the day, the, day, the end of the argument is what? That's a resource. Resource is the end of the argument. Not, not a sorrowful face. So, excuse one is a very foolish one. To take a land at night puts your life in danger. And who knows, the person who bought the land for you may have set armed robbers around, bandits around the land, to kill you at night so that the land goes back to them. Who knows? Are we together? And another person said, I have bought five yoke of oxen. You see, this guy's excuse is more foolish than the first one. The first one just said, I have bought a lot to check. This one said, I have bought donkeys and I have to take them to the land to grace at night. Uh, this guy, this guy is the most stupid amongst the three. This second guy. <laughs> who knows somebody who is into uh, animal farming animal farming okay so if you have donkeys do you have donkeys do you have anybody who has donkeys or horses cows sheep they take them to the grazing site at dawn at night talk in the microphone we want to hear your voice Godwin when in the morning in the morning yes, yes. why not at night they have to rest they have to rest why are you taking the animals to eat when they have to rest? Eh? You see? Now listen. God's way of looking at this is different from men's way of looking at things. You can be giving some powerful excuse as to why you did not go to church and God is very angry about it but you don't know. And all these people who are also into other things, who are not into God properly, at the end of it, two is square one, two. At the end of it, we come to the same place too, where you have nothing to show for, where you have more problems, more sicknesses, more broken hearts, more sorrows, and everything. And now it makes you come to church the more when you are now 40 years and you are single. You are 45 and you don't have a job that now you are now into God and into church and your love for God is based on how to get a job. Now listen, some of you sitting here, if you had a job, a good job, you would not have been here. That's the truth. And God knows it. God is not trying to give you a job. That's not, that's not his focus. 
He's trying to let you know him the more so that he will bless you the more to impact people. What a job. What is a job? McDonald's. They are the highest position of McDonald's on the earth. There was a certain guy who was 37 years who had that executive director position. 2016, he died within three months. After he had the job, they realized he had cancer to state four. Within three months, he died. Somebody whose salary could buy a house every month. What is a job? And sometimes, is there something small that reduces you to nothing? No. Let's flaunting with the job and God takes the job away simple and everything becomes some way. Then your eyes come on yourself. Yeah. But why don't you choose to work with God and work and be committed to God and wait for you to lose a job? Oh. We are very foolish people. So the second guy said, I am not going to church because I have donkeys to take them to the grazing field at night. Mercy. You know, ruminants like sheep, cattle, they have four chambers of stomach. You know that. Rumen recticulum omasum abomasum, four chambers of stomach. After they have eaten the grass at day, they rest and vomit it at night. You know that. Oh, are you are you yeah, yeah. to chew it to chew the card again? It is called regurgitation. where they have to chew the grass properly stand up and let's go again we have, you are stupid people have stupid excuses as to why they won't go to God the night where they have to pass the food from the rumen out and try and eat it again break it down to soluble substances so that it can easily go absorb in the blast streams that night, wake up and go and chill more. I don't get my message. May God touch your mind. That will change a lot. When he touches your mind, your mind. When he touches your mind, you will see things differently. You see, that every excuse that makes you take be far from him is the reason why you will run to him yeah and my father said my mother said oh one day Jesus went to a wedding you remember that wedding are you, are you here this morning? Were you coming for five wisdom keys? There is no wisdom wiser than prioritizing the kingdom. There is no wisdom above that. That will make a difference at the end of the day. You see, 
a certain man, I'll come to Jesus at the wedding. A certain man had three children, medical doctor, lawyer, and pastor. And I know the pastor, okay? Now, the, the one who was a pastor, when he told the father that he would be a pastor, the father was so angry. No, you have to be an engineer, architect, something. Why pastor? Nothing. What's in it? This and that and that. And hated that last born for being a pastor. Now, when the man was about to die, he called the three children and he told the medical doctor, you chose a good career, but it is full of sorrows. If I were you, I would have stopped. Then he told the lawyer that, you think you are doing something, but you are causing more sin. Then he told the pastor that, you are the one who chose something that will make sense. God bless you. Then he asked, why did you hate me like that? Then the man said, I don't understand why I was doing that. But you are the one who has chosen something that makes sense. Yeah. And then one friend of mine who was going, he's a lighthouse pastor, was going on missions. And he told the father, first class in geomatic, geodetic engineering or something. First class. He told the father that he's, he's going on missions in one of the northern African countries. The father slapped him. Then he took his things, then still went. Then after five years, the father came to visit him. When the father came to the church, he took my telling people in the church how wonderful that son is and how he loved. And the guy was looking at his father and said, he slapped that you Now, when they closed church, now this is Joshua who told me, okay, I've mentioned his name. And Joshua said, he has the father that, why are you happy now? The man said, because you chose this work. You have jumped so many sorrows that others will embrace. You are young, listen to me. You are young, listen. Because of this work alone that you have chosen, so many sorrows that others will meet, you have jumped them. Who is embracing some sorrows? Who is jumping them? Everything that you are doing, find a way to add God to it. Yeah. You are not the best of anything, oh, bruh. You are not. And you are not the peak of anything or the highest of anything. It is a common current state delusion. It's a common current state delusion. It's a CCSD, a common current state delusion. Forgive. Somebody is embracing some sort. How can you spend all your life doing something that will not matter after you die? I have different kind of sons and daughters and I grade them differently. Yeah. Just by where their hearts are. Yeah. God is not a subject. God is the main person. Eh? You are not trying to add God to your life. God is the source of life. He's the essence of life. 
You don't add God to something. God is the main thing. Yeah. And the foolish guy, number two, said that I have some animals that I want them to die. Or is that not the case? No, because if you are going to wake the animals up, when they have to chew the cat to go and chew more, I'm sure by morning to you go and wake them up again. Until one night, the animals will be walking and they will die. It is possible to be chasing something that you will never get. If what you are chasing is not real, how do you want to get it? Since they gave birth to you. You've seen dragon before. Have you seen uh, Ant-Man? Have you seen a human being who is flying before? Have you seen a, a, an animal who has turned to a human being and has turned to an animal before? There is this movie, it's a series, this guy, I forgot his name. It's part of the Avengers. He has a certain, uh, pardon, not, I, I see Iron Man. He has some heart that they can remove and replace with batteries. Yeah, I mean, they are all foolish things. If Jesus appears to you, things will be different. There is a certain mind that some people have that it does not matter how far they go in life, they remember something. Hmm. But if you have never had an encounter before, these things will be very difficult and cumbersome to to think about how to avoid them like it's not possible. But some people who have met God have seen how all these things don't matter. One, two, three, four, five, six. So, that's all. Chasing for the real person. Who is real than God? God. There's nobody who is real than God. God is the person who created everything and was standing somewhere before he created everything. Where was he standing when he was creating everything? Who is real than him? One of the things Nebuchadnezzar said, he said that, I have known that there is indeed a God in heaven who interferes in the affairs of men. Ha! There is nobody real than him. He can just step into something and the thing changes. People are sick, they're about to die. He just breathes and the thing changes. Who is real than that? So that God said, I made a party come. He said, I have pigs I'm going to feed. Why did you come? My trousers is one. When I woke up, it was late, and I did not know what I can come and listen. So I decided to rest. And if you were going, 
your final exams and you woke up late. Final exams that will not do anything for you in this life. I can't find my first degree certificate. I can't find my master's degree certificate. I can't find them. And I have not searched for them. I can't find them. I am not trying to find certificate to get a work. They are moving around with a laminated sheet for somebody to determine how much I can earn. I'm above that. You see, I have jumped so many things. So <laughs> you can't see it here. If you can see. certificate medical doctor what is medical doctor what is medical medical doctor is somebody who has gone to school to study medicine for six years house mansion for one year that's medical doctor is that not so ah so if you have gone to school four years and you do another master's two years and you do another service one year you are like a medical doctor is that not so what is medical doctor and what is law and what is architecture what is it if you like, as you sit here, find money and go to Cuba and, and decide that you will learn medicine. After six years, when you come, you will be a medical doctor. As useless as you are, you had seven in physics. You will be a medical doctor from now. What is it? What is medical doctor? What is it? And what is bank? That you are earning 800 Ghana City, 750. What is bank? What is bank where you are counting money, saving money that they are using to invest in alcohol and cigarette and tobacco and betting? What is that? When you are working so hard to build Pharaoh's kingdom and Satan's dynasty. These are the foolish things that people pride themselves with. What are you doing? I, I went to school to learn uh, social studies, so I'm a formerly a social studies teacher. What is social studies? What is it? What is the definition of social studies? When you say social studies, what have you said? goes above these things eh? you free yourself from many bad things that others are getting into yeah you see it does not matter how much food you are trying to cook when the salt is not in it, 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 it will not be nice you see God God eh? he is that salt that you think that when you work hard and this and that, it will produce. But it's not true. He has to step into the thing and just put some salt and just let it work like that. That's him. Yeah. What is America? America. Pastor Benny Hinn said, 
I will never, he mentioned the name of a city that I will not mention. I will never stand there to preach Christ. He mentioned the name of the city. Then he said, go and check history. There is no great evangelist who has ever preached God there. Then he started mentioning names. Ora Roberts, Mike Murdoch, uh, Billy Graham, Billy Sunday. Oh, they never went. They passed that city, Kathleen Kuma. They passed that city to another city. Kai. A city rejected by God. What is America? And what is, what is Italy and what is France? France. What is France? places where animals have more rights than human beings. That's where you are rushing to. Ah! When we stop cars, police will stop cars for pigs to cross road, for ducks to cross road. When, when you kill the, the, the baby of a pig, a pig, you, you, you are fined. But when you abort a human being, you are not fined. Is that a country? Where, where pigs and dogs have more right, dignity than men. That's where you are running to. That's your dream. That's Sodom. That's your dream. Oh. And you see, as I'm talking, as I'm talking, if you are destined for destruction, this message quite yeah. I have seen things. If you are destined for it, there is no way you hear everything you have but in your mind. It means that you are closer to the thing. And that's God's way. You see, there are ways that God uses to teach people stuff. Yeah. Be careful that you don't learn the hard way. Be careful. Can we turn to the third excuse, please? Which is the dumbest of all the dumps? <laughs> yeah. yeah, look at me as if you have come to my church looking at me as if you suspect me. Who are you? Where is your heart? Is it after God? I have not started the message. Though. I have not come to the compelling force. I'm getting you to the excuses. Three. Third fool. And another said, I have married a wife. And therefore I cannot come. Beloved, if, listen. If you marry... Where should you go at night, usually? When you are done with wedding, what, what they do after wedding? After the wedding? Reception. What they do at the reception? They feast. Somebody has prepared it. Take your wife there and eat. Somebody said, because I have married, I can't go there. But that is naturally what you should have done after marrying. For how wives have destroyed destinies, only God knows. How marriage has taken people away from God's kingdom and God's work and God's things, 
only God can quantify. A woman is 10 times, I said it yesterday, stronger than men. A woman. Now, this third guy did not go to the kingdom of God because of a wife, a new wife. What is new wife? What? Let's explain new wife. Let's explain it. What is new wife? Eh? This is your wife that people have slept with many years that you have just put gown on the person. Uh-huh. New what? place you find that they sell food they don't think they just started it you found it that day people have been eating there and have stopped eating there they have washed their hands they have washed their mouth they have put water in their mouth and poured it into the bowl and they have left and when you came you say it's a new thing oh what's a new wife something Jesus saw. He said, Kai, I won't marry. Jesus said, no. When Paul came, Paul said, no. I won't marry. When we get to heaven, we will ask those two people that. Rapport said, uh-huh. Then I won't marry. Because it's not in Colossians. And it's not in Titus. falling because of women. And please, don't add yourself to the mighty men. Don't do that. It's a common current state delusion. You see, most people have a certain thought about themselves that is not real. Yeah, you are just, you see, think that you are somebody that just God has given some grace to do something and finish it. That's it. That should be your mind. You are not any special anything, you know. Yeah. At all, everybody can be replaced. Everybody, everybody can be replaced for the thing to keep working. That you'll be surprised. That I, I thought that if I'm not part, it will not work. You'll be surprised how it will work. Yeah, yeah. physics has proven that anytime there is instability somewhere, there is an external force or internal dynamic that breaks that components down for it to come to stable equilibrium. Everything will work something leaves. Everything is like that. Everything. Yeah. Your, your, your presence or your absence does not do much. It's a God thing. Even David died. Israel was still there. David. Moses died. Israel was still there. Come on. But um, I was talking about how women Wives have destroyed destinies. By their presence and their looks and their crying and their tears. And they are sobbing. 
and their acting and their pretense and their game that they have arranged that you did not know you may never know now listen I'm not trying to have a church where women will be praised and be adored I'm trying to run a church where women will be trained to change the course of history uh, thou excellent thou art bright no listen you better join another crusade join another revival where women are trained to be spiritual powerful and impactful not smiling smiling weapons and romantic daggers Sure, it's the wife who told him to say that. <laughs> what, what, my son, what do you think? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure the man would have said, We have spent a lot on weddings, so let us uh, go to the party so that it will cut our course. The woman said, We just married. Look, how can I go there? My bride, I'm a bride, I just married. How can I just go there and go and sit there? how many men would have served God if they did not marry the women they married one day a certain man was in church and the pastor was giving people opportunity to come and sow and the man lifted his hand when the pastor said thousand cities and the wife beat the, the guy's hand down. So the pastor, sorry. When they closed, the wife rather came to the pastor and said, my husband, he's not good at sewing, you know. He's not good at all. That's why I was trying to let him sew, but he did not sew. Sure. Am I preaching this morning? Are you sure I'm preaching? Right. If two men have issues and their wives don't add their mouth, their issue dies. Yesterday, I went somewhere to eat. Then when I went, the lady who was serving the food was having issue with one of the ladies who had come to buy food. So I asked the lady, that, why? What's, why, why are you talking like that? Is that a problem? The person says, I want to take it to a noun. The person says, I want to eat it here. Uh -huh. Has budget stain? Has it affected inflation? Why are you talking like that? So I called the setting guy. I said, why is the lady talking like that? And the guy said, there is no problem. So I told the lady, have you seen how guys are? Just by saying there is no problem. We have ended our issue. But the ladies are, someone has turned her face like that, trying to serve the food. Uh -huh. What is that? If you are emotional, you are weak. If you are emotional, you are weak. You... You can be changed anyhow by anybody who knows how to control you. And that's how women are. That's why the Bible said they are weaker vessels. They know how to handle them. Weaker, a weaker vessel is like a glass that is big that your hand cannot cover it. That you have to be careful. Either than that, when the force is done, that's women. The force is done. Yes. But if men have issues, 
Oh, somebody has driven past your car with you who can Oh, Jack, what's up? Oh, free uncle, free uncle. Uncle, who's where to car, uncle? Yapong, that are guys, those are guys. Guys, we're here. Oh, she had, oh, Jack, that would you dream about from there? So, we go spray. We are done. Women. No, no, honey. Tell him to park the car. Tell him to park the car. One day I was driving somewhere with Mr. Foster. And unfortunately, I thought I had stepped on the brake pedal, not knowing I accelerated. And they hit a car that was in front of us. It was traffic. That was the only blessing. So it hit like that. Pull, and the car moved a bit. So we were in the car. We were waiting for who will come. Then a man got down like 75 or 80 years. The man got down. Then the wife of the man too got down. When the man got down, I said, oh, he said, Obey my name. When the wife got down, I said, Kojo. <laughs> Why can't women truly forgive? Why? You are a weak person. You laugh, but it's not true. You smile, but it's not true. You talk, but it's not true. You are happy, but it's not true. You are a weak person. You are not strong. You can't lead people. <laughs> when the woman got down, she came to inspect the car. Meanwhile, nothing had not any serious damage. There is something they 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 the hook where you can put a rope to pull the car. If it, huh? That thing just went into inside small. The woman, we should give our numbers to the man. They will call us and we have to fix the car. Then me, I say I don't have phone. <laughs> me, I have three phones. So. I say I don't have phone. I have three phones. I have four chips. And I'm going to buy one very soon. Yes. Then Kojo gave his number. Then the man was storing the number. So we have to meet at a place where you fix the car, this and that and that. That was the woman who. Then the man asked a Sunday. Sunday afternoon. The man asked, Why are you young people? You drive, you talk any, you drive anyhow. Why are you so happy? This and that. Oh, then we're still standing there. Have you gone to school? Oh. Then Kojo said, yeah, we are graduated from KNUSD. I was in KNUSD. When did you go to KNUSD? Two times. No, we were in the 70s. Uh-huh. Now it changed to history and chronicles of talking, talking the wife. No, honey, you can't just let them go for free. And they said that and that. Hey, Masa, I didn't saw green. I'm vroom. And then, Dimitri. Then we left them. Then later the man called Foster. He called another week. He called another week. Then he asked Foster, where are you? Foster said, me, bro. <laughs> the man was ready to let the thing go for free. But Foster said, one day when the man called, the wife was talking behind. Say that the mechanic said that. That's how wives have destroyed men. There is a vision where a pastor had where he went to hell. And he saw a pastor there and he asked the pastor, that, why are you here? He said, my wife will... Bernard, do you remember that vision? My wife. My wife let me preach the message that I don't want to preach. Oh, and say the points I don't want to say and change my message. So even though physically I'm the one preaching, 
She is the head of the turtle sitting there crossing her leg, but she is the real head. I am just the figurehead. That's how wives have made husbands into dummies and fools and playthings. <laughs> that is the truth. Because when you come and you don't do what she said, she is crying. Her mood has come. I mean, she's behaving some way. You talk to her, she's not responding. Ah, what will you do? You have to apologize for doing nothing. My wife said we should not come for the party, oh, my wife said. And your case is worse if yours is even a girlfriend. There is no certificate for relationship. You cannot say that you have gone out with somebody for 10 years. So the person must marry you by force. Listen. And going out with somebody for 5 years is not a guarantee that you marry. I know a certain guy who went to school to study medicine for 6 years. He's now a DJ. to school to study medicine for six years for how many years he's now a dj yes dj whiskey after six years there is no guarantee don't show anybody that this is your boyfriend this is your girlfriend um, are you married When older men sit down and they are talking, they don't talk about girlfriend and boyfriend. They talk about husbands, wives, children. Eh? Yeah. That's maturity. Pay bride price. Yeah. Settle. That's man. Hmm? I'm going out, I'm going out, I'm going out. Are you on vacation? You are always going out. Uh -huh. Are you on vacation? Look at the person close to you and ask the person, are you the one Papa is talking about? And tell another person, I know you are the one. Tell another person. When you are trying to come to church and your boyfriend says, Oh, honey, can we relax for 30 more minutes? <laughs> no, are you sure? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, are you sure? I'm sure. But I want to go to church. Oh, don't worry. I mean, we will go. We will go. Mm, 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 mm. Then you sleep again. Since they are not part of your assignment. By the time you are married, when you should have been strong, you are weak. Energy has gone. Love has gone. Strength has gone. Money has gone. Genuineness has gone. Everything good is gone. There is a pastor who was preaching in a church in California. 
and when he was preaching, he made an altar call. If you are here, you have not given your life to Jesus, come and give your life to Jesus. Come and give your life. And a certain lady wanted to come. She stood up and she sat down again. Then when they closed it, after two hours, when they had closed it, the pastor was holding meetings and that. And they heard that so, so a car has hit somebody. Oh, when they rushed there was the girl. Dead. When they were closing the service, the girl told a guy close to him that I wanted to give my life to Christ, but I wanted to go to my boyfriend and let us have sex for the last and have a good end, a good end. Listen, there are certain people that you should not care how it ended. Yeah. <laughs> if you are caring how it will end and the person, every time you are trying to end the thing officially, it brings resurgence and revival. And the whole thing becomes muddy. That's how exes keep sleeping with people. They are exes forever. Yeah. You know, they are trying to meet to end it. It comes up again. Do you remember the last time? Uh, it happens again. How will it end officially? Will you have to wear robe with documents? Uh, uh -huh. That is how the lady died. Now, Daniel, where is Daniel? That's Daniel, this, this boy. That's my son. He said he was going, uh, some lady passed in front of their house, and he said, I want to invite this girl for church. And he said, ah, this girl cries, she's too quiet or whatever, so we let her go her way. The next time, the lady had killed herself in her room. What are you talking about? The lady had committed suicide, hanged herself on the, on the fan with a rope and had died. This nonsense boyfriend, girlfriend, it, it has a way of taking people away from where they should be and how they should be serious with God. No. And when it is dead, it is gone. Relationships. Relationships. Oh. I don't even know why church in general, we gave a lot of room for relationships to be discussed. May God forgive all of us. Now, think about it. By the time you married, you are a lady, you have married and your husband finds out that you are too good at sex and you know a lot of sex positions, what should come into the mind of your husband? Where did she learn it? And Gabriel taught you. an advice a woman gave to the son King Lemuel he said don't waste your strength on women, women have destroyed many kings let me show you Proverbs ask the person close to you what are you thinking, ask the person what are you thinking Proverbs chapter 31, verse 1. 
here we are growing people to be mighty for God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Proverbs 31 verse 1. The words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother told him. If you want to know about women, ask women, don't ask men. How can a man write a book about women and you have bought it? You are a dog. How can a man understand women? It takes women to understand women. It takes women to know women. Never take the advice of a man about a woman. He does not know her. The words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him. What, my son, and what, the son of my womb? And what, the son of my vows? Verse 3. Give not your strength unto women. Did I write the Bible? Did I write the Bible? I'm asking a question. Did I write a Bible? Look at the women who are not talking. When you seek, fight him and fight the spirit. Go and fight the Holy Spirit. The list of women who have been destroyed in history and Bible by men. Countless from Garden of Eden. Straight from Garden of Eden. Apostle Paul said, it was not the man who was deceived, but the woman. What are you saying? If the devil wants to get to you and he's not getting to you, he will pass through your wife or he will pass through your girlfriend. That's it. That's all. You don't have a girlfriend. You pass through your sister. You don't have a sister. Hey, you pass through your mother. You will have a mother. Will you read the Bible and will you trust the Bible? Give not your strength unto women, nor your ways to that which destroys kings. Women destroys kings. That's the Bible. Is that the Bible? That's the third excuse. My wife. My wife said, Why are you not coming to church? My wife said, Why did you come for the camping? My wife said, Why were you not at third service? My wife said, Why were you not at that? My wife said, Why were you not my wife said, Why were you not my wife said, People who are called, who are, who are born with their names. The person called, You change the person's name to Honey B D. My wife said, Oh, honey, oh, lemon, oh, ginger. <laughs> the most dangerous people are those who are nice. Yeah. Yeah. Those who are nice, quiet, and observant. That's what Bruce Lee said. Bruce Lee. Remember Bruce Lee? Quiet. Nice. Observant. Is that not a description of women? Ah. If 
you are waiting for me to add that. But not all women are like that. So as I'm talking, I'm not talking about, oh, go and listen to that sermon in another church. That part is another church. It's not here. That's the point I've made. No buts. How many people would have loved God and served God? That's why when I see young ladies who encourage their beloveds and their husbands to work for God, I see that these people are correct people. Yeah. It does not happen easily. A woman who will say that, honey, build the house of God first before you think about your house. Get a car for the church before you this. Get a money for the church. Do church first before a woman like that. It's difficult. Yeah, see them with shoes they don't wear, clothes they don't wear, things they don't use that have been packed and have been stuffed. How many trousers do you have? How many trousers do you wear? How many? No, don't worry. I mean, just talk. How many? I have three trousers, three now. How many trousers do you have? Four. How many? Three. Three, four, three. Ask the ladies how many skirts they have. Yet they don't have some to wear too. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Is something that destroys kings, women. Watch it. Watch it. And maybe you already are thinking that as for me, my case will not be like that. It was in the will of God. I prayed, I fasted, I spoke to God, and He spoke to me. It is the common current state of delusion. That's it. People say Adolf Hitler was wicked. Where was his wife? What was his wife saying? People say Stalin was wicked. Where was his wife? People say Idi Amin was wicked. Where was his wife? But when Bible showed us that Ahab was wicked, Bible showed us who Jezebel was. When you see a wicked king, there is a more wicked woman behind it. Yes. Because women would naturally love and sympathize with people and care for people. But when you see the king as wicked, then you know that the fire that is from the woman is hot. 
let's go back to our look, then we are done. So ask the person closely, what is your excuse? Ask the person, what's your excuse? I married a wife. Have you seen how people change when they marry? I don't understand it. I've seen people who were normal when they were not married. I mean, they used to talk as human beings, you know. When they open their mouth and they talk, it's like a human being. How? Who married? What is wedding ring? I have a friend whose work is to carve wedding ring. He said he would do something for me for free. What is wedding ring? What is rent? What is bride, bride gown? What is that? The gown that you wear, you know, they wore, people wore it to see that it fits them. What is it? Huh? And they marry her. Now, when they are talking, what is that? What is ring? 2,000 cities. 3,000 Ghana. 5,000 Ghana. God damn it. What is that? So because of that, you don't respect other people. You will not serve God. You will not be a God because of a wedding. Do you know the second time you wear your gown? When you are in your coffin. That's it. You are a fool if you think that that is it. Wedding is it. The next time it will be put on you, we will take pictures. People will be there. A pastor will be there. But you will not be aware that you are the person that there is the reason why the meeting is happening. You will not be aware. What is wedding? that Jesus resurrected from the dead, they died again. What is wedding? Where is Lazarus? He's staying at Manprobi. Abavana down. He's at Bawe new site. He died again. May you receive wisdom. came and showed his Lord these days. Then the master of the house became angry and said to himself, now every excuse you give as to why you don't go to church and you are not consistent with it, it makes God angry. How, how can you say that? That's how God behaves. When you give an excuse. Yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah. Go out quickly into the streets and the lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor and the maim and the halt and the blind. Now see, there are people who were invited first of all to come and they did not make it out. The father said, go and go and call the blind people and sick people. People that the first time you did not invite, invite them now, bring them. There is a way that God rejects people who think they are somebody and picks people who know they are nothing. 
to show glory in those lives. Yeah. Yeah. God is a specialist at that. God is the only person who can reject you for you to keep working for him without him paying you. Yes. the person who, whose covering can leave you that you are still under him but his eyes are not on what you are doing any longer and he has picked somebody else to replace you in that same area yeah he called people who did not come giving foolish excuses and silly reasons as in lambs and animals and wives Say, go and call blind people and lame people and people who think they have not gone to school they are not beautiful they are not nice they are not any proud thing they are they want to they are around go and call them yeah that's how we God is a specialist at rejecting some people remember what God told Samuel about Saul how long will you be crying for Saul I have rejected him as king God rejects people yeah. He rejects people. He, there are meetings in heaven about people's rejections that people don't know. I have Saul is around, he doesn't know he has been rejected by God. That God is sending the Samuel again to another house to raise another king. When Samuel anointed David. Saul was alive. You don't need to die to know that your purpose has ended. It's, when his eyes is on you, it's done. When his eyes moves from you, it's done. That's all. Who is God rejecting? Who is who is flexing? Who is flexing to work for God that God is rejecting? Hey. And where is the beauty? Where you? Where is the beauty? There was one daughter of mine who came around one day. When she came around, Sandra said, Hey, your daughter is beautiful. Oh. She's too beautiful. Then say, she likes you. She likes you. Then she was talking to me, Charlie. She likes you, but she's too beautiful. They said, I said, that's one of my daughters. Yeah. And I was talking with her. My daughter. Extremely beautiful. What's beauty? I've seen pure beautiful class A girls. A plus plus. Look at daughters that I have. Yeah. There are some people who here who you are just priding yourself because other people who are around are not around. What are you talking about? If everybody who was around was to be here, you would not have been in the line, Paul. That you work for God that you are proud. That other people who used to be more beautiful worked harder. Ah. That if they were all to be around, you would not have had the opportunity to be close anyway. Not by because of their beauty. Because at the end of the day, they are also working harder than you that you are not beautiful and you are not working too. People have always accused me of having beautiful daughters. And I don't apologize. Yeah. 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 I've been accused. 
since I was young that you always have beautiful girls as daughters. Come on. Who work for God and work hard, serve, clean, wash, pass here, evangelize, missions, pray, everything. That you that it took you a lot of years for us to see that you are also there. what I'm saying about girls who are beautiful. What if this is the message to girls who carry a certain look at me and look at God. How look at this face. The whole face looks like blue. The whole face looks like blue. The whole face looks like blue. Come on. <laughs> Hallelujah. One of my uh, this and friends in school is married to a certain guy, and the guy put on Facebook that uh, haters will say my wife me, haters will say my wife more beautiful, but I don't care. Then I I, I say ah, you are a liar. This your wife is more beautiful. It's not haters who will say it. Every drooper, look, your nose alone looks like a rhinoceros in a gutter that is looking for clean water to drink. Your nose, your nose, and your face, and you are black. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Who do you think you are? Who are you? And which home are you coming from? And what is the greatest something something in your life and in your history? Ah. God will be picking the blind and the lame, showing glory in their lives. Yeah. To pain you, Saba, you can't do anything about it. What do you have? Who knows you? Who knows you? Who knows? Who has your number? Who? You gone for close meetings before? Closed meetings before? Have you gone for meetings under surveillance before? Have you gone for meetings where you had keys on you and they told that you have to leave it because they look like weapons? Have you gone for meetings like that before? And God is speaking people who think they are lame, they are blind, they are halt, they don't have anything. Glorify themselves. He bring into the kingdom, bring them close. Yeah, that's God. That's God. God is a specialist at disappointing proud people. Easy. That's why in the Bible, the people who look like they will be kings never became kings. They were always rejected by God. And the people who did not look like they will be kings always became the kings. Yeah. And what grace do you carry and what gifts do you carry? And where are the results of that grace and gifts? And the servant said, Lord, it is done as you have commanded. So you see that this second group of people rather listened to the message and attended to the invitation. Yeah. As you are sitting here, you are listening to me. You are here because somebody refused to be here. 
don't take it for granted. You are not a master chef of a something chief. You are not like that. There are people who should, my first, my very first assistant that I chose when I started Harvesters Incorporated Ministry. It's not here. I chose more, I had more than six or seven assistants before Nanama Dems came in. Bernard Dems are not my first sons. Bernard is part of the third or the fourth generation of my son. Don't add Ramons. Ramons and Winifred, they are, they, are, they are sons of my sons. Come on. Many people left and made way for some of you to become close. That's the truth. You are not a special, you are not anything that is too much. Oh. If all of them were to be around, well, Gordon have been sitting at the first seat. When did Gordon come around? Only. Come on. God is a master. Eh? Emmanuel. So if you are here, pick it as a priceless opportunity. Yeah. See it like that. Bishop Dark said he had a vision in the vision. A big finger came upon him and held his collar and moved him from his chair. There were seven people seated and took him from the seventh to the sixth, fifth, fourth, third, second, and placed first and took the first person away, the finger to the person and threw the person away. Then he woke up. Then God said, this assignment that I've given you that you are doing, you are the seventh person in my plan to do it. But anyway, decide that you won't do it. There are many other people in the line. Then he showed him how many people are seated waiting for same opportunity. Who are you? Who are you? Eh? If there are people you want to try, don't, don't, don't try God. Don't try God. Eh? There was an angel called Lucifer who used to be a very close buddy buddy to God. Eh? Who one day, some evil came to his mind that he wants to sit on seat. He wants to sit on seat, Kekel. Just want to sit down and see how God sits. Feel God say, hey, I kill you before you tire. Hey, down, Michael, get, get, fight, fight, fight. Through the people up to tomorrow. Oh, try God. Yeah. It's an opportunity that you are serving God. See it like that. And the Lord said, and the servant said, Lord, it is not as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. Let me tell you something that there is a room that will never be filled in this world called room for more improvement. That's the name of that room. Room for what? More, it does not matter how many people come here for service. If this place is full to the brink, we will have another service. That's it. Don't you get me? If the place is full, you think that it's full, we can have another service. We can break that service into two. We can let people come for first service and other batch for second service. Then later, the first batch invite other people to fill that place. And the second batch also invite other people to fill their own place. Then if we grow beyond that, we break it again. So we have a bigger place. Contain. That's it. 
legs. Yeah, don't turn around and say because there are no few chairs are empty, so we are we are done. No, now look at the number of people who are playing soccer today. Many people don't go to church. Oh. Many people don't go to church. Many people don't. Many people are not church people. That's why you have to have a love for God and see how you can help other people through invitation and other things to bring them to God. Think about it. If you were not a Christian, where would you have been? That's where other people are. I saw people as early as 7.30 drinking alcohol at a pub, 7.30 a.m. When I spoke to them to come here, they told me they would come another week. I mean, it's not easy. 7.30, well, how will you drink, be drinking at 7.30 a.m.? more room for so many more people yeah, to come to God that's why Jesus came to die that is why Jesus came to die do you people know that Jesus came to die at all you know, for many of you Jesus is a historical figure he's somebody in a book that God said he sent a son called Jesus but for some of us Jesus has appeared to us that he's a person and that moves from a text to a person And in every generation, how many people will see Jesus? How many people saw that Jesus has resurrected? Only Mary Magdalene. Then she went out to tell the other disciples. How many people will see everything? Few people. And those few people, when they talk, others must listen and do and follow. Come on. And the Lord said unto his servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come. Have you seen that? Have you seen that? Go and do what? Compel them to come. Now, that is what I'm, I'm going to pray. The compelling force. Beloved, invitation will let some people to come to church. But it takes compelling force for others to come. You have to compel people to come to church. You, there must be a force behind you to drive the person to God. Can't just be using nobody use nice words to let people come to God. No, you have to compel. You have to drive people to church. How do you drive people to church? You are on them. You are on them to go to church. That's it. But it's the foolish parents who are in the house who don't go to church and tell other people not to go to church. They don't care whether the children go to church. They don't. Foolish people. Their, their destiny, their children's destiny will become like this. You compel them to go to church. Yeah. You are on them to know God. You are on them. And that's how you invite people to come to church. Hey, have I, Bernard? Have I ever punished you because you did not go to church? Ask him. When he was a student in KNUSD, you were in one hostel, but I came there. What's the name of that hostel? Kings. Ask Ben. Ask Ben. What I did to Ben for not going to church. If I don't show a certain extent of my force on you, it's because my heart for you is not deep. That's the truth. That's all. That's all. When I held his hand, did you go to church? When I held his hand, he, when we were there, he was crying. Grace of Bobby, Lavia, that day they were all part Sylvester Quist. 
Hey, you'd not go to church, not under my leadership. How can people be working with you that they don't go to church? How can you be elder, brother, elder, sister in the house, and people under you don't go to church? What are you saying? You have to compel them to go to church. You see, if you see the value of something, you want everybody to get it. But you, you don't know the value of church and of God. How can you compel people to do the same thing? If you don't know the value of it, how can you push people into it? Look at how parents lay a lot of emphasis on people going to school to earn useless degrees that earn them nothing. You have been working for many months. Have they paid you for all the months? Have they paid you? There are many months that you have worked that they have not paid you. Don't you still go? Where you have not been paid for many months. Last year it was like that. Do you remember? This year too, it looks like that too. And that's something I'm praying to God about for a change of place and a better destiny for you. Working hard. Nothing to show, to, to, to show for. Nothing. Is this how his life should be? What is that work? Work that people don't even respect what you are contributing and are not paying you. Or work that they are paying you but you are doing something useless to destroy society. Is that work? Even that, you see how parents will be forcing their children to go and earn useless degrees and foolish certificates to have a useless certificate that will not build anything in life. And on top of that, when they have the work, they are not paid. Are you working? He has a first degree from a first class student from KNUSD. What are you talking about? Is that, is that life? Is this life? First class without work. But you see how parents will be on them to have these foolish degrees. And look at how parents will relax when children don't go to church and they don't know God. What a useless leadership generation. know God. That's it. Nobody under your leadership must be somebody who is just there, who is not going to God, who is not pursuing God. Come on. When he becomes a problem in the camp, it breaks the whole camp. You remember Achan and how his sin destroyed the battle at Ai. When Joshua was about to win the battle at Jericho, how one man sin by eating when he shouldn't have eaten, by touching the ark when he shouldn't have touched the ark, brought a curse upon the whole. Sometimes God can punish a whole community because of one foolish person in the crowd. You just don't know it. You think it's an Old Testament thing. One pastor said, the finances of his church was not working. Then he started to pray about it. The Lord said, there is a wrong person among you. Sack him. When he sacked the person, the finances doubled. Can you believe that? That's not in uh, Malachi. So why will parents be on the necks of people to learn mathematics, inter-science, Chinese, French, and useless things? And will not be on children to know God and serve God. That if you are somebody who tells people to serve God, you look like an extremist. somebody who tells people to know God it's like you're a barbaric person come on 
compelling for people to know God. That's it. That's a niceness and talking to people and relaxing. People don't naturally go to God. People are driven to know God. Yeah. People are driven to know God. They don't naturally come to know God. Don't think that because people are growing, they will know God at a point. All the old people are there, do they know God? <laughs> we look like extremists. We look like left, left, left sided people. not normal because we say people should know God yet in school too you are not better than us and even in your own field that you say business too you don't have the results we have you see most people make noise about nothing sleeping I just woke up and I was thinking about something I said that ah why did our practical job practical geography teacher why did he teach us how to convert scale from linear scale to representing fraction I said ah why I said it's a foolish thing I mean what who who would need that I was sleeping and then I woke up and said ah why why were we learning that To give you a useless job for a, a white man to sit on you. Yeah. That's why. Yet, you will not see that drive and passion when it comes to church and God. And the things of God. And the love for God. And the love for people to come to church. And the stretching yourself for people to work for God. You will not see it. I see excursion. You see how people prepare for excursion. For vacations. For beach holidays. No passion to work for God. Passion. Hmm. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in, that my house may be full. That is the only way that the house of God will be filled. It takes a compelling force. These foolish people who are relaxed as if you are working for me, I will sack all of you within the next four weeks. You'll see me. You'll see me at work. I will sack people anyhow. You'll see me at work. Yeah. You know that I'm a strong person. And when I say things, I do them. I will sack people, you'll be surprised. No passion. Ah! It's better to have three passionate people 
three just three passionate people than ten foolish people who are just around being a boss over nothing where is your heart for God if you say you are if we if you say that you are working for if somebody has you say you are working for God who is it what is the work you are doing what will you show the person doing nothing everybody in this church will be passionate about souls and we are inviting people you have gone to people you are passing here you are going there like you are a mad person bishop where the poor has that is it he had a meeting and i was there with bishop Dark. i was at the meeting and after the meeting bishop Dark asked him why are you rushing back to nigeria in ghana he came to ghana he said why are you rushing back he said i have to go for soul winning tomorrow Bishop Oyedepo, can you believe that? He's the richest pastor on earth. Richest pastor on earth. On earth. <laughs> By the grace of God. And not just money rich. Influence. Impact. Yeah. Turning societies around. Yeah. If he dies, more than one million people will lose their job. If he dies. God forbid, but if he dies. Yeah. Then Bishop Dag asked me that. So when you go for evangelism like that, how many souls do you get? Sometimes one, sometimes three, sometimes none. Yet I have to go. Ah. In our generation, most people are pastors, just that they don't have their own churches. They're a pastor, this pastor, that. Everybody's a pastor. No resource, no nothing. Ah. If we put you in the line with people like Paul, Jonathan Edwards, Billy Grahams, uh, there are people I've seen that God opened my eyes. That they, these ones, they will become pastors and preachers, but their lives now don't show it. I, I say, God, this thing that you showed is true, but it will not happen under the sun. It will not happen. Seeing people who should carry the grace of people like Dr. Lawrence, Tete Bishop, Dag, and Bishop, people that I saw in fishing their lives today. Not any way close. Nothing. Where is the passion? Where is the love? Where is that expression of your love for God's house? That is the force that will compel people to come. That is, that is the difference. That is the difference. You see, you know, Charlie, just be sure that you are born again. Number one, just be sure that you are born again. You see, because sometimes you may not be born again, but you don't know. You get it? So be sure about that one. And be sure that the Holy Spirit that is, is in Acts chapter 2 is the same Holy Spirit who has come on you. Be sure about that one too. In Kailo, things will be different. Yeah. Yeah. Compel them to come in that my house may be full. You compel people bef be before the house of God will be full. You drive people. You don't ask people. Stupid. Do parents ask children whether they will go to school? Do they ask children whether they will go to school? Do you want to go to school today? Do they ask children like that? 
but why is it that parents have to ask their children whether they want to go to church or whether they will go to church or whether they are okay with going why can you compare school to church school school that you have five ways of controlling bush burning can you compare that to eternal values to spiritual values to life can you compare that yet you see parents having some powers when it comes to children going to school and tripping them and pulling them yet when it comes to God also going to be a parent you are also going to be a parent so don't just look at the current generation and say ah, ah okay it's true you are also going to be a parent There is a force that makes people go to church and go to God. Yeah. Yeah. You drive them. <laughs> well, are you, I, I was coming to invite you to church. Will you go? Uh, I won't go. You say, okay, so I'm going next week. Uh, is that compelling? You won't hurt. You won't go. You will go. If you see people who drink weed and they are going to smoke weed, do, do you think that if they want to introduce you into weed smoking, they ask you whether you like it or not? They compel That's how they compel people to smoke, to fornicate, to save, to break bounds in SHS. If you don't want to go, say, They force you without beating you, but they introduce some force. Then you go. How is it that church you think you're going to tell people, Will you go? Are you okay? okay? Do, you, do you want to go? Is it okay? Then the person follows you. You compel people. If we is like that, if smoking is like that, if drinking is like that, even those things that the devil is in, Qurana, and this world is under the influence of the devil, Quran, they have to compel people. Now you that you are doing something for God in a country that is full of devils, your force must be stronger. Either than that, they will not go. Yeah. They will not go. And the more they are staying away from God, the more complex their situations become. And more problems people have. There are people that they started staying away from me within months. He has gone to impregnate somebody. This one is in prison. Uh, this one, uh, plenty, plenty. There are people that, when I just turned my own, he has lost their job. Oh, this one has died. Plenty. There are people, some people call me, they say, Papa, this guy's problem in life is, is just because he stayed away from you. That's all. He, he stopped. He became, he became distant. That was all. By the time I hear, things have happened. Grievous stuff. That's how dangerous it is. Yeah. So we come to church, we talk, we pray, we teach. Your mind is formed in a certain way. If you like, be on your own for six months and let's see. When you come back, how your life will be like. If you like, just be on your own, let's see. Yeah. That's how lions, when they are attacking animals, they attack in a pack. They attack the animal who is behind cry and is far from the others. That's how lions attack. That's how the devil attacks people. He attacks those people who have distant and are alone. He said, you catch them right now. Sometimes just because of the company you are in, you are invigorated, you are empowered, you are inspired. You believe that things were. First, I said, there is nobody under this head who, who uh, inspires me that I will make it than you. And for so many of you, I may be the person who inspires you personally. It will happen. It can happen. Believe. I believe in you. Prophecies, prayers, everything. Giving you money if I can. Trying to just let you start. 
Yeah. What bad have we done to you as you have come here? What bad have we done to you? What is that? Don't try to fight me. If you try to fight me, God will destroy you simple. Because when God puts me and he puts you there, he will see the difference between us. He will destroy you. He will mulliganize everything about you. Easy. Don't try it. That's just a warning. It takes a compelling force for people to know God and to come to God and to walk with God. Come on. When people are going to stadium and they are picking other people, you think they ask them whether they will go or not. They put them in the car. Yeah. Yesterday, there are so many people on motors. Motors. Somebody had died. You know how those people, they behave. I was afraid. More than, there will be more than 300 people. Say, hey, what a band. Yeah, they are all in black. Rasters, smokers, everything. Some were firing guns. Hey, people were driving Mercedes C300 anyhow on the road. Oh. Hey, young people. I go to church. You just say, say, I came to tell you to go to church. Uh, do you like church? Do you like church? No, I don't like church. You don't like church? Like church, okay. I said, let's, let's go. Come on. That's not how people go to church. I'm standing on you. Please, bath. I'm waiting for you. Oh, you, you have to do things. Oh, let me help you do them. How you behave. When you go to a house where you, you like the guy and you meet the guy's mother, how do you behave? Things they have not asked you to do, you do. They have not asked you to wash, you wash. They have not asked you to clean, you clean. Is that not so? You go to a lady's house that you like the lady. They have not tell, told you to buy a gift, but when you come, you hold a gift. You, you know that there are things you can do to drive the family to have favor. You, you, you know. When it comes to church, it's like nobody wants to do anything to let the house of God work. Mm. Church is not a name. Church is Christ. Christ is the head. It's not the uh, place. Christ is the head. And so everything you are doing, you are doing it under the headship of Christ. That should cause you to wake up now. You should wake up. Everything you are doing is under the headship of Christ. And when Christ looks down, it's like you are the one he's seen because he's the head of the church. And when he bows down, it's you, the church that he's seen. You should wake up. And I have been committed to God and to church way since. 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 Yeah. It took me third year KNUSD to decide to go in a relationship. Third year, almost after finishing university, to decide to go. I didn't have time for those things. I say unto you that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. Those who are invited, who do not make it, never taste of the goodness of God. Say mercy. And there are so many people who look like they will become something in the house of God, work for God, this and that, and it never becomes a reality because of excuses. Yeah. 
that God said, you carry an apostolic mantle. You carry apostolic music. You carry prophetic ministry. But you say that all your work you are doing, you are a teacher in a government school. The teacher in a government school is a prophetic ministry or an apostolic mandate. May you know him. There is a God to be known. May you know him. Yeah. And beloved, until all these chairs are filled with human beings, we are failing at our current assignment. If God did not want us to have this number of people, he would not have given me the money to buy this number of chairs. Until all these chairs are filled with human through invitations and compelling people and driving people we are failing yeah you come to church your brother is in the house you come to church your sister you have maids you have housemates you have people working for you you have people you can easily influence all of them are sitting in the house uh, you drive you compel yeah that's what God says. Drive them to my kingdom. Compel them. You see, the reason why, as I end, the reason why this Christian faith, okay, looks weaker in a certain sense when it's compared, it's compared to the Islamic faith, okay, is that in the Islamic faith, there are things that have been compelled. Do you get it? You cannot do what you like in Iran or in Afghanistan, or in Kuwait. You can't do what you like. You can't do what you like. You can't be a Muslim today and say tomorrow you are a Christian. Hey, your head will roll. Your head will roll. You cannot just easily say that and they say, okay, let's have a meeting. Uh, so now his name is not Abdullah again. He's now Moses. Ah, no. But because in our faith, People are usually allowed to do things anyhow and choose things anyhow. That's why we lose a certain seriousness and passion. But here God said, compel them to come. Yeah. If you say you are an elder, elder sister or elder brother, and your younger ones, but you can't compel them to know God. Then in what sense are you elder? In which sense are you elder? Eh? You are not any elder. You are you are you are just aged. Hmm. Yeah. You should be you should be strong for God, and your love for God must be deep, and you must push people to work for God and to serve God and to love God and be God persons. Whatever you are doing, whether marketing, whatever, God must be part. Yeah. You wake up, you don't just pray to God. God is the main person. Oh, prayer is what? Come on. They invite him to come into your day. What is that? He's the main person. It's God who is using you. You are not using God. Don't try and change it. <laughs> He's the one who is using you. When you come to God, you say, I surrender my life to you. Do you know what he means? He says that from today, use me. That's what he means. You are, you are a tool in his hand. He's using you. God, you see, the Bible said that we are his pleasure. You see, we, 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 when he uses that, he, it makes him happy and he laughs. Can you use God? Be careful. Be careful.
careful before you start thinking about using God to solve your problem. He's the one who is using you to do something for the world. Be careful. And have it right at the base that it is God and it's the God factor. Very important. Grant me the heart and the passion. Yeah. There are businessmen in Africa who are compelling people with their money, everything to work for God. Oh. You hear people in Ghana who say they are Christians and they have money and they'll be sponsoring foolish shows of foolish worldly people like Satawale and Stoneboy and these are Pentecost elders and whatever people and they are there splashing money. What is that? Oh, Jesus do that. What about Paul? Hmm? You say you are a Christian and God has blessed you with money. Ah, you are ashamed to the faith. You are ashamed to the kingdom. You are a disgrace to the kingdom. Who would do that? Samuel. Ah, Samuel who said, I've not even taken somebody's uh, uh, sheep for the person to say that uh, he has bribed me. Samuel. Who would do that? Come on. All these MPs and presidents and candidates are all Christians. They are playing worldly music, going for worldly functions. And add God at the beginning of the meeting and let add God at the end. Ah. You have to know him personally. He's not just talking. Hey, Tommy. Father, grant me the passion for your kingdom. Pray. You have received all you need to know today in order to assess your next level with ease. Agree to the word. Accept it. Adjust to it and apply it. Your results are coming. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-577-296-916 or on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, podcast and youtube via the handle prophet or queen you can also meet him live at the mountain of results auditorium dansuman market complex accra ghana stay blessed